I'm just one woman running an online gift store. Welcome to Women Solopreneur Podcast, where you can learn weekly how to grow your business, how to be productive, keep it all together, and how to brand yourself during this crisis. We look forward to you joining us at Women Solopreneur Podcast every week. Welcome to Women Solopreneurs Never Settle. I'm Paula Tatum, your host, and I am flying solo on this episode. So I hope you've had a good week, and boy, is it the gifting season. I hope you had a good Cyber Monday. I hope you found a lot of great deals, and I hope also you gave on Giving Tuesday, because we never, never will go poor from giving. And that being said, this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, the three people who you should be gifting your own gifts to and adequate of gift giving. I'm going to be discussing the three do's and three don'ts. This is close to my heart. As you know, I'm the founder of Conscious Gifter, an online gift store um, where we purchase from vendors and companies that we believe a positive impact on the world we live in today. So I'm going to start by, I had a conversation this past week through a Zoom meeting where I was talking to women about gift giving and who as a solopreneur or a freelancer who we should be thinking about giving gifts to. So I'm going to talk about three people that you must be giving gifts to. And one, when you think about this, I also tell people, think about who has had an impact on your life that you appreciate this year. Think about women, men too, that have impacted you and made your business easier, went out of their way. And then people maybe who just encouraged you. These are some of the people that you really should be brainstorming about and thinking about. So the first person I would say, and this is a given, is clients, right? People who are buying your products or services or, you know, whatever. Maybe you don't sell product and services. Maybe you're, you know, doing something different. But this is in general who you should be gifting as clients. That being said, for us solopreneurs, we have a lot of freelancers. So I was asked on this call this past week, how long does a freelancer have to work with you to gift them? And I thought that was an interesting question. So here's my theory. Depends on the platform you use. Depends if you found this freelancer just by word of mouth and you're just paying them straight out of your bank account. People have different situations. I use people on platforms. I don't think it has to be a certain amount of time. I think you need to think about these freelancers that have made your life easier, right? So when you're gifting people, you're thinking about the people that improve your life. So whether that freelancers work for you for two months or four weeks, and you feel that this person has made your life better, a small something goes a long way. So you want to think about this because they're improving your quality of life, hopefully. If they're not, maybe they don't need to be working for you. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that was my simple question to her answer. And number three, this is the doorkeepers, the secretaries of the world. A lot of times when I worked in sales, a lot of times you would be giving the boss right? But who you really dealt with was the doorkeepers, right? Was the secretaries, executive assistants, the virtual assistants, these type of people you're dealing with. Now it's virtual assistants. And you're maybe you're trying to work with them and you're always dealing with her. Do not forget the doorkeepers and personal assistants, executive assistants. These people are very important, right? And I think sometimes people overlook it. My dad is in business and his secretary has played a big part or executive assistant. She's worked for him maybe it's close to 45 years now. And, and she's in her 80s, if you're wondering. But she is. And if she listens, I love you and you're dearly a part of our family. But 
Interestingly enough, people would send my dad, vendors who he bought from, he was in a retail business, would send him stuff, but they always sent her things too. And you know why? Because she was the one that had the key to the door to be able to have that business relationship for those salespeople can make the sales. So you also kind of want to be thinking about that. So number one, obviously, your clients, people who are making your life easier, the freelancers in your life. And number three, doorkeepers. You know, doorkeepers matter. You know, the executive assistants. I mean, you know, some people may not like me using that word, but a lot of times they are. You know, the person that you need to speak to, there's somebody buffing you between them. And that's their job, you know, to make sure their boss doesn't have... Too many people knocking with no value, right? So you want to think of that. And then we're going to be talking about the three do's, okay? I think that one, you need to realize, to make an impact, you need to send a card with a thought saying, this is Jane. Thank you for buying 100, you know, 100,000 paper clips for me from whatever company, it's not really impactful, right? You want to say how they have impacted you, what they have did to make your life easier, how you appreciate their business, how they're keeping your business going during this difficult times, and that you really appreciate them. I mean, you should appreciate them before COVID, but there's a lot of people probably to be saying thank you to. So number one is to always send a card with a thought. You don't need to make it long. You just need to say a couple sentences how they have impacted your life what they have done to improve it, you know, and how their business, how they're keeping your business going. Number two, you need to think about who you're gifting the person to. So I just mentioned gifting, you know, executive assistants, secretaries, this type of thing. I would say that you need to really think about who you're gifting, right? There is a lot of things that you can give with purpose and meaning and joy but you do need to think about, you know, who it is that you're actually given to. Don't just send something really rare and generic like a box of assorted nuts to somebody that is a executive assistant to somebody that you do a lot of business with and say, happy holidays, you know. Probably not going to go too far. So if you've been talking to this person, you're going to be like, okay, well, she's always getting coffee. She always like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed my phone. He's busy, too. I was out getting us all coffee. Well, there you know, she's a coffee lover or, oh, I had to go get my bagel run. Oh, where do you get bagels at? You know, you can send some bagels over. There are things you can do, and I'll get into that in just a second, that don't cost a fortune. You just have to have a little thought, right? You have to know a little something about who you are gifting, so who you're gifting. Okay, number three, I'm going to say this because of COVID. You do need to think that we're in different times. So... Let's say you give a gift certificate to a restaurant, but then you realize that restaurant is shut down until June or inevitably. Probably not the best thing. It's great support local. It's great to support, you know, somewhere that you guys went four or five times before COVID, but you need to think. You also need to think like uh, somebody was telling me that recently uh, somebody was offering them. I don't think they actually gave them any type of gifts to it, offered them opera tickets. Uh, to the opera. And I said, but isn't the opera closed to June? It's a great gesture. And I guess this company has always gave opera tickets. 
to this person. I, I don't think they mind that I tell them the story, but I said, well, why would a company give that? So you need to think about the times we're in. So, you know, in New York, a lot of things are closed down, right? So if you're gifting vouchers to restaurants or plays or broadways, you really need to think, even though it's a, it's a good thought that, oh, they're going to open up in June and everything's going to be back on track, you do want to think about it. And you also want to think about, you know, the person. Some people, even if they live in a city that has less restrictions or they live you know, outside of the city with less restrictions, maybe somebody in their household has COVID and or had COVID and they're not going out as much. So you really want to think about the gift. You know, there's a lot of physical gifts to give that are great and you don't have to know tons and tons of things. There's a lot of gifts with purpose that you can give. So do think about the time that we are in COVID because I am hearing people come to me and on this talk, you know, they said that they felt it was almost one person shared. I'm not going to share the story, but she just said she thought it was insensitive what the person gave her. I didn't follow quite through, but you do want to think about the times that we're in. Even if your city doesn't have many restrictions, you need to think about that. Okay, the three don'ts. So... This should be a given. I don't know in the time we live in why it still happens, but don't wish somebody a holiday they don't celebrate, right? I find that even I come from a very small place in a very small part of the world. I was very aware at a young age that there were people from every religion and people from every place and not everybody celebrated Christmas. Not everybody thinks it's a joyous time of the year. Some people are depressed during this time. So be very careful. My thought is on the don'ts is, I guess I should put this in do's too, is that you can say happy year in gifts because year in has nothing to do with any type of religion. And I do think a lot of people, you'll see it. I get emails about it. You know, the happy year in. We want to let you know that we're offering your promotional product. I don't know if I totally agree with it, but I see year end on a lot of things. So be very careful even about putting happy holidays. A lot of people are not feeling the love right now, right? I mean, you know, they can't be with their loved ones. Okay. The number two thing is, and I think this is a given, I do think people are more aware of this. Don't buy alcohol. So you love those gift baskets. They seem very corporate-ish. There's now ones that have, you know, 10% of the money goes to a great organization that you love. Gift baskets, you know, everybody eats food. Everybody drinks wine. Uh Uh-uh. Everybody doesn't drink wine. (laughs) And even if they did drink wine, I had a very conversation with a good friend who works in the medical field. And pharmaceutical companies, I don't know if they still do it, but this was a a couple years ago. We talked about this. Now, again, I don't know if, you know, it was a personal gift because they became friends. But, you know, she said, I keep getting wine. I haven't drank wine in five years. I don't drink anymore. So even if somebody, when you went to, you know, you always thought they drank or they they hosted, that's another thing. People say to me, well, what do you mean? The company hosts a cocktail hours that I used to go to. Why wouldn't I give th- that uh, that person a bottle of champagne? I mean, in my choice, my thought is now is don't buy alcohol. You really should know the person, but don't buy alcohol because you don't know where they're at in their life, even if they did drink. Maybe they don't drink anymore. And I've talked to two or three people who say, I've never liked red wine, and I get red wine every year from blank, blank company. I think it's a, it's a given. My third thing is, it should have been, I guess, number one is don't overspend. People think for some odd reason that they have to spend all this money. Let me tell you something. A candle with a purpose, 
uh, luxury hand cream that's box beautiful because presentation matters. You know, presentation matters. And that's another thing is presentation matters. The cards matter, what you put inside that card. But you don't have to go break the bank. I had a conversation this week, as I was telling you, and the lady said, well, how much should I spend? I said, I don't know. You know, it depends on you. I don't know. $50 to some solopreneurs would be a lot of money. To some, $150 would not be enough. You know, in my world, I do think that a lot of people think that money is, they won't give something because they think they haven't spent enough. Or they say, some people say, buy the best you can with the least you have. Yeah, I, I get that, but I think, you know, the thought and the meaning and the card. So you could send a candle that was made by teen moms. You can send a candle that's helping uh, children read in Ecuador. You could send a candle that helps women here in the U.S. You can send luxury hand cream. You can buy a voucher to plan a picnic in the park. You can send vouchers of r- local restaurants. You can support chocolatiers here in the U.S. There are a hundred things that you can do that you don't have to break the bank for. Um, and I think that the thought behind it means more in the card of writing two or three sentences of how they've, you know, impacted your life and you wish them a happy new year. Um, this is pretty simple. So three people you should be buying for. One is a given. Clients, people who you um, work with, vendors who you're selling to, salespeople. Those are your clients. Clients that buy from you that buy a certain amount. That have a huge impact on your business. Two freelancers, the people, especially as solopreneurs, people that are helping making our life easier, growing our business with us on board. Number three, the doorkeepers. For those of you that have to deal with doorkeepers, you have to think about these people, whether they're executive assistants, whether they're virtual assistants. These people are wonderful. They're helping improve your life. Don't forget them. It's a mistake to forget them, believe me. You want to build a rapport with these people who have a good relationship. A lot of times, you know, even just sending a food voucher saying, here's lunch on me. Thank you for all you did to helping to grow my business, um, allowing me the opportunity to tell you about my business. This is a lot of B2B stuff, but in general, I think it works. Um, three do's, I definitely would say is do send a card. Do think about who you're giving to. And three, do think about the time we are living in and what type of gift you're sending over. Okay. The don'ts. Don't wish a happy holiday. They don't celebrate. You know, I almost would say just say happy year in gift, happy new year gift, but do not put a holiday they don't celebrate. Um, number two, it's my opinion. You may not agree. Don't buy alcohol. You don't know where somebody's at in life. You don't. Even if you know they drink, you don't know where somebody's at in life. And I'm not saying that, you know, in your personal life, maybe you do it or whatever, but I've almost come to the conclusion that especially in the business world, you don't have, you may have, you may have built rapport with them, but you're not going to know what's going on with them personally. It's very, very, very hard. There are some people that will, but a lot of times you don't know where they're at. Number three, and again, I said it should be number one, don't overspend. So easy, small gifts can bring great joy and can show appreciation. You don't have to overspend. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. And if you had any um, additional things you would like to say, or if you wanted me to help you brainstorm for a client, a freelancer, or anybody in your life that you are shopping for that you find it difficult, you can email me at info at consciousgifter.com. And I would love to answer any questions I can and help you out. And thank you for listening to Women Solopreneurs.